Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while we talk about church, theology, and everything hey in guys, between. Welcome to the Babylon Pastor Podcast, where because on the video version, it's only the waist up, you don't know if I have pants on or not. I'll just tell you, I don't. <laughs> I was trying to get you with that intro and <laughs> you just threw the, I got pants on. All right. So, <laughs> not for anyway, a month. Well, welcome, guys. Um, hopefully, you're still here with us. I uh, appreciate you if you are today. Um, it's the second episode. This month, we are answering questions that you submitted on Instagram. Last week, hopefully you caught it. If you didn't catch it, it was a really good discussion on uh, does uh, do rather do the things that you listen to and see have an effect on you? And if so, what is that effect? So that was a really good episode. Go listen to that if you want to. Today, <clears throat> um, we're going to cover one of the ones I picked. Also, in case you didn't last, listen last week, we're not prepared for this. This is a freestyle type of thing. Rob doesn't even know the question that I picked. So I hope this is a fairly good discussion. This is a topic that I really, really am passionate about. Uh, and if you follow the meme page, uh, you know that. Uh, or maybe you don't anymore because maybe you unfollowed because of it. Uh, but uh, the question, it wasn't really a question. It's just a statement, something that somebody threw out for us to talk about, which was progressive Christianity. That's one of the ones that I picked. Oh, okay. Good job. I figured by your reaction. I picked them this morning. So again, it's not like we've prepared for any of this stuff. No, so. we haven't at all. It's good to know though that you were also gonna you were interested in this. So yeah. um oh my gosh, I have so much to say. Uh but I'd be okay. So before we start though, I think it would be important. This is something I've learned with dealing with people online. Definitions are important. Yeah. Um, so we need to define uh, what progressive Christianity is. And because we have to define what it is, we would also have to define what its counterpart is. Because if it is something, then there is some other side of it. So uh, I have my definition, but I'd be interested to figure out what your definition would be and how you would classify <clears throat> maybe another, whatever its opposite is. And then we can kind of go from there. Uh, well, I mean, I'm really resourceful, so I Googled it. Oh, well, okay. I was just going to pull it out of my butt, so I'm like, glad that you Googled it. I could give kind of what I think it means, but I mean, for most people, that doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. And it really comes down to what, what does the world around us think that um, that phrase means? So, in case you guys don't know, Rob is the smarter of the two of us. So. <laughs> That's probably not true at all. Uh, you're you're definitely uh, by far the most cultured among us, and that gives you an upper Well, hand. you went to Google. I didn't do that, so I'm glad that somebody, one of us here knows what's happening. Did you know that there's actually a progressivechristianity.org? No. What on the planet? <laughs> huh. He just found something, guys. <laughs> Holy unicorn steaks, Batman. Huh. Do they have a definition? Because I would think if anybody had a definition that they would agree with, it would be on their side. Well, um, your face is concerning. If you're if you're listening to the audio version, you don't see his scoured brow right now. The eight points of progressive Christianity. 
Hey, is, Calvinism is, has five. How dare you add more? Well, they're better. Um, th so <laughs> this is on their about page. Um, believe that the follow, believe that following the path of the teacher Jesus can lead to healing and wholeness, a mystical connection to God. Okay, well that's wrong already. Uh, this is <laughs> this is bad, bro. Uh, I haven't gone there. I'm going to have to pull it up with you now so we can go through this together. <laughs> What's this called? <laughs> Progressivechristianity.org. And this is just there. Oh, yeah, I pulled right up. Okay. And yeah. you said the about page? Yeah. I don't like the logo. It's like 1990. Anyway. Yeah, it's really uh, well done. How updated is this? This might not even be resourceful. <laughs> eight points of progress so oh no it is it's got some videos on the front that have current events situations so i'm gonna go with they might know what they're one one of the books on the side um that they're advertising is the spiritual danger of donald trump <laughs> <laughs> okay so hold on okay so hold on here we gotta get back on track so yeah, it looks like if you go just to their about they do have a definition here that they would yeah. have a working so progressive christianity is an open, intelligent, and collaborative approach to the Christian tradition and the life and teaching of Jesus that creates a pathway to authentic and relevant religious experience. That's a lot of words. Which really tells me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't even know what they just said. Um, okay, so let's work through this, though. Okay, progressive Christianity is... And open, so that seems to me as if everyone, I mean, that's what I get from it, right? Open, everyone. That's what I would assume is that they're just talking about inclusivity. Yeah, inclusivity. Intelligent, which then infers that everyone else is dumb. <laughs> yeah, which, this, which, which you're right, would say that if it's not progressive Christianity, it's not intelligent. It's not intelligent. And collaborative, which then contradicts the last point, because if it's collaborative, you you're you're theoretically welcoming everyone except the intelligent and the unintelligent people Damn. uh approach to the christian tradition i don't know what that would mean and the life of teaching of jesus okay so they mentioned jesus that's good uh and all of these things apparently create a pathway into an authentic relevant religious experience I, you know, something I just came to the conclusion that you did that, that I don't actually know what that means other than there are people that are inside and outside. <laughs> yeah. You would have to define so much of that, that it's like, so um, let's go to actually the most important and weighty website that we could see the definition of Wikipedia says, uh, yes. Uh, progressive Christianity is a post quote, post liberal movement within Christianity which is mm. wrong <laughs> that seeks to reform the faith. You're missing so much. If you're not watching the video version of this. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and watch it. Entertaining, probably um, that seeks to reform the faith <laughs> via the insights of postmodernism and a reclaiming reclaiming of the truth beyond the verifiable historicity 
And wow, that's a lot of words also. Hey, hold on. The reason you don't understand it. Christianity is what it basically is. The reason you don't understand it, Rob, is because you're not intelligent, as they stated on the other side. (laughs) Yeah, my bad. So when Michael says that I'm the most intelligent of the two of us. What's wrong? It really doesn't matter because we're both idiots. Okay, so let's surmise this in not so many words that don't make sense. Uh, basically, it is they take the Jesus part um, and then just kind of run with that in whatever direction they want. Yeah, uh, uh, so this is the kind of movement, movement that would have um, uh, culture dictate probably what Christianity looks like to them, right? Rather than what is historic Christianity? What are the things that make it orthodox and not? What are the things that um, are musts for you to call yourself a Christian? I mean, those types of things, um, like you would probably very quickly throw out like the Apostles' Creed and other things that are historically well hey those were written by men so you can't trust them right uh yeah uh you're right i'm actually going to take that off my wall that's a good idea i mean and while you're at it you know just (laughs) just throw throw all my books on the floor what is what am i even doing with my life so yeah the video uh so, so for me or to try to process my thoughts here, progressive Christianity would be juxtaposed to what I would define as biblical Christianity. Now the progressive Christians would then be mad at me because I called it biblical Christianity, which then therefore assumes that they're not biblical Christians. Um, but those are the categories I work with progressive Christianity and biblical Christianity. Um, now the difference in those two is that biblical Christianity, uh, those within that, we'll call them a camp, because it's easy terms for me to remember, uh, would hold up scripture and say, this is the authority that everything else is based on. Um, And we're going to go off of that. Based on, again, context is very important when you're reading the Bible. There are some people, I will totally give you this point, that read the Bible and um, that would call themselves biblical Christians that do hold the Bible up as the authority of the word of God, but do not equate context to what they're reading and therefore apply it just as a blanket statement when sometimes that's not the case, but we're going to work with broad plans I have for you declares the Lord. There you go. Great example. So there, there's a biblical Christianity camp that says, this is the authority of God. Yes, it was written by men, but through the inspiration of the Holy spirit. And as such, it is the authority of God. Um, and what it says in there is, are the things that we as Christians are to follow, understand, believe. Then there is a Christianity that would be progressive Christianity that would say that the Bible is a really good book of highly suggestible things. And it's probably, if they were going to rank it, they would say it's the top book of highly suggestible things. So yes, the Bible, but you can also, you know, use the works of Buddha, um, maybe a little bit of Islam and Muhammad, though that'd probably be a little lower. And you're definitely going to talk about people like Gandhi quite a bit, like, because everyone has something to offer. Uh, In these churches, in fact, I just had a conversation with uh, a young lady the other day that would fit into this camp. Uh, She was very clear 
on the fact that she goes to an Episcopalian church. She's gone there her whole life, but it has been stated from the pulpit numerous times that the Bible is written by men and therefore can be flawed so that we will take suggestions from it, but it's not the end all be all of everything. Now, not surprisingly, she has views that um, go very much along with culture. And as far as um, for her, uh, LGBTQ, not a sin. Lots other things are sins. That's not a sin. Um, um, that was one that we were talking about specifically yesterday. There's other things that branch from that, but the Bible again, isn't the ultimate authority. And therefore you take, you choose and pick what you would like. Um, but like you said before, and I think a very important part of it is that culture dictates a large part of biblical Christianity in the sense that, for example, right now, uh, uh, let's go with this. 30 years ago, abortion culturally was not looked upon well. So the church, the progressive church, even back then would have been like, no, no, abortion's bad. Culture shifts and then therefore progressive Christianity shifts. So right now, progressive Christianity's stance on abortion is that it's okay because it's not a person. It's just an embryo. It's just fetus, you know, tissue. Uh, so are, there are people that I know that would put themselves in the progressive Christianity camp that have no issue with it at all. Um, but again, that shifted. Whereas biblical Christian, biblical Christianity, those values don't shift. So not surprisingly, the f- more progressive culture shifts, um, the more biblical Christian Christianity, and therefore the Christians inside of it are called uh, hateful bigots. <laughs> so, so um, I. I've just read um, on that progressivechristianity.org site. Oh, was that your, I saw your face do something while I was talking. <laughs> I figured you were reading. <laughs> um, now, on, on the, I agree with you um, and everything that you were just saying. There are four questions written underneath that first definition that you oh yeah read. i see those uh-huh all four of those questions seem to be sort of there to say if this is you then you need progressive christianity right that okay. at least that seems to be what they're after um and as i read i reading these questions actually gives me a better picture of what they mean by progressive christianity than i think their definition did um, so I'm just going to, because no one but you and I are, are looking at this screen, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. um, read, do you find more grace in the search for meaning than in absolute certainty in the questions rather than in the answers? So that's one of them, one of the questions. Um, do you have religious interests and longings, but cannot accept the beliefs and dogmas you associate with Christianity? Uh, which which would encompass the you know like homosexuality thing, the abortion thing, the, a lot of the progressive Christianity stuff that you see played out. Um, the third question of the four is: Are you repelled by claims that Christianity is the only way? Repelled is a very strong word, <laughs> right? Um, do you find solace, meaning, or connection? to the teachings and the path of Jesus of Nazareth, who 
is the uh, only way. <laughs> who, like, actually said publicly, I am the only way. Like, like um, I, I don't know after reading these questions how they can use the term intelligent in their own definition. Because this is, like, contradictory by its very nature. And um intelligent assumes that there is an absolute certainty that you can know in the first place uh, i don't know there's some atheists that would argue that or agnostics that would argue that intelligence would be i mean not that i would agree but that would say that there's no way of knowing actuality but yeah i think what it comes down to and here's the important thing and i'd like to pick your brain on this as well because those questions i think are really eye-opening uh, and do reflect the conversations I've had with people that would declare themselves progressive Christians. But um, what I found, and I'd be interested in your uh, input on this as well, um, it's very hard to have a discussion between the two groups that I mentioned, right? So biblical Christianity and progressive Christianity, because you are literally starting on two entirely different planets, like you think you're both on the, I mean, every, both people would claim Jesus, um, but you are starting on two entirely different, I mean, you're in, you're in two different universes because one is saying everything I believe is based upon the Bible. And the other one is saying everything I believe is based on some scripture as well as the world around me. And therefore, so um, what I found is that lots of times I just have to end the conversation eventually, because it's a matter of like, we're not even, we're, we're not even really speaking the same language at this point, because mm -hmm. what, what they would declare as sin is not what I would def define as sin, right? It's not an oopsie daisy or a boo-boo, like sin is much deeper than that. Um, they don't even see the cross the same, crucifixion the same. So for example, there's some progressive Christians that I've talked to that would literally use the terminology cosmic child abuse to define the cross um, and therefore the reason that they don't think that um, that that was a thing that was important or necessary yeah um, I uh, so I think my short answer for this entire thing honestly is that progressive Christianity um, is a different religion altogether it is not christianity and i don't say that to make fun of or demean whatever i just say if you're going to use the term christianity like you it need it needs to be um based on what christianity has been based on for like so to say progressive christianity you have in in um, point of fact completely redefined what Christianity is, not just taking a bit of a spin off of it. To your point, I agree that I think we're at um, this, the very thing you've been talking about is why so often Christians online, on Facebook, whatever it might be, on Instagram, um, get into these just massive arguments with others um, with to no avail. Mm -hmm. like at all like with no mind change i mean how many times you could count on one hand probably how many times 
an online argument has actually caused someone to go, oh, shoot, you're right. I didn't think about that. Good call. I'm different now. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like that just doesn't happen. Um, and it's because we come from two separate. Um, a good example is um, something I'm going to trigger the audience with. Um, a good example is the Constitution of America, right? Like this is a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. The You could say that there's a um, progressive reading of the Constitution uh, that is continually in need of like updated understanding based on what we know now quote or uh based on uh what culture is like now um and then you have kind of the traditionalists the reading who that would say the way that you and i would read scripture um who would say no no what did the founding fathers mean when they said this what was the idea they were getting at when they said this let's interpret the constitution by that standard mm-hmm. uh, and i i don't think that you can uh, certainly if you want to change things um you can amend stuff and come up with whatever you want based on culture if you'd like but but you can't intellectually say that um this that this document is um in need of or uh, like progression right like uh, bible is the same way it really is it's it was um god so like matthew wasn't written to you just wasn't it wasn't written to you or me hold on what (laughs) the audience um of matthew wasn't you and not only that but in all of the stories throughout matthew The Sermon on the Mount is what we're in right now. Jesus wasn't talking to you in the Sermon on the Mount. Now, there's direct application to Mm -hmm. us today and what that looks like and how we live and what our culture is and how we engage. There are all sorts of direct applications, but to get to the absolute meaning of, of what we're supposed to get from this or that scripture, you have to understand what the author meant and what he was trying to get at Mm-hmm. Um, when that was originally written and that that is the foundation of how you or I would read scripture and mm-hmm. would attack it and, and then would develop sermons and preach or Bible studies or whatever that's the foundation of that like this understanding that scripture is scripture and it's not um, we don't sit around in a circle on a Thursday night and say so what does this verse mean to you or like mm-hmm. we don't because who gives a crap what it means to you? It doesn't matter what it means to you. What matters is what did Matthew mean when he wrote it, mm-hmm. right? Who, who he was talking to, what the, those, that crowd of disciples on that mountain would have thought when Jesus said such and such, right? Like what would have been going through their head based on mm-hmm. culture? So I don't think you can, um, you're right to say the the short version of my answer is that 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 makes perfect sense because we're on two completely different foundations of what scripture is to to the progressive it is likely some um moldable bendable sort of thing it's just some principles that are good jesus was a good person that kind of stuff kind of finds its way into this but then when you say but jesus said i'm the only way the truth and the life 
um, or I am the way, the truth, and the life. When when you say things like, well, Jesus uh, um, said that uh, marriage, he affirmed what Genesis said, that marriage is between a man and a woman, and a man should uh, leave his father and mother, and, and the two should become one. So when Jesus said that, he was talking about gender identity. He was talking about homosexuality. He, all of those things are addressed in from the mouth of Jesus when he defined marriage this way, right? They wouldn't say that, right? It, it, um, essentially, you get to, I think that that, um, that question uh, where, uh, let's see, do you find more grace in the search for meaning than an absolute certainty? Um, the, this idea that like, I can't know what it meant. I can't know what truth is. And I like how, if that is true, if atheism is true, if this whole idea is true, then you have to follow that out to its practical and ultimate conclusion, which is that we are all completely meaningless. All of the stuff that uh, if you find solace and meaning or connection to the teachings in the path of Jesus of Nazareth, who gives a crap, right? If, if you're just evolution formed, whatever, whatever, stardust people, um, then, then um, uh, someone could rape someone. And as long as they didn't get caught and punished, who cares? It's not wrong. There's no wrong. There's no right. There's no yeah. anything. So, I, I mean, I, I think to say that you have to, you have to really follow that out to its practical conclusion to say that this isn't right or wrong. I would rather you say, no, 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 I don't believe in the Bible. I'm a Quran person and I'm a Muslim. That makes more sense to me than saying there is no truth, you know, like so, <clears throat> there. <laughs> so last question kind of, and this will take us a minute. This will end this episode, but something yeah. that I, um, I'm thinking about a lot and I, I know it's going to happen. I just don't know how it's going to happen. Like what's going to bring it about. But there's definitely going to be, there has, I think it's inevitable. I mean, you're talking about logical conclusions there. There is an inevitability that at some point the the Christian church has got to have a definite and defined split. I mean, it's inevitable at this point. At first, I thought it was going to be between like the extreme charismatics and the more, uh, you know, Bible believing. Yeah. The, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a definite difference there. Sometimes in most regards, it's reconcilable. We can all go, we have secondary issues, but there are like pretty huge fringe camps that are like, I declare myself an apostle equal to the actual apostles. And you're going, you're, you smoked a little too much, buddy. Like there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's those people. So at first I thought, okay, there's going to have to be a split between those guys and the more Bible-based people. But then I thought, well, I don't know if it'll be there. And then progressive Christianity, right? And I'm like, well, maybe there'll be a split there. Uh, my question is, in getting to all this, that do you think that it's inevitable at some point that the progressive Christian camp is going to have to split off? Um, I mean, it happened a little bit back in the day, like 10 years ago, whenever the uh, emergent church was happening. I mean, emergent church is just the old name for progressive Christianity. Now it's, it's just shifted names, but it never broke off. It just kind of shifted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, logically, there has to be a point where we say you are not of us anymore. 
do you think that'll happen sooner rather than later or do you think it's just a progressive part to where eventually the progressive christians don't even call themselves christians anymore and there's not a split as much as just a bunch of people leaving you know what man i hope with all of my heart that that happens and the sooner the better because it is it is confusing Mm -hmm. and um man for anybody that's even sort of close to searching I mean, think about all of the people who call themselves Christian um, and you have all the way from the more conservative biblical uh, all the way to the craziest thing you can imagine and all fall under the label Christian. And frankly, many fall under the label evangelical nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. Which doesn't mean anything at this point in history. Um, (laughs) Like I, I, man the sooner that that happens the better that that's where i'm at with that i because we need to be very plain like this defines christian this is not christian right and so um like for for the good of of both sides right like don't say i'm a christian if you don't believe in what christianity has always been um, well, I mean, good reference. You were talking about the Apostles' Creed earlier. There's a whole right. reason that was written. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, I, I think that um, it will probably, actually, I've, every Wednesday morning I um, go, I've probably said this on here before, I'm sure I have, mm-hmm. but I go and um, spend some time praying with some of the other pastors in town. And um, we were just chatting very briefly about like where we're at as a nation and, and some of the crazy that's going on. Um, and I talked about how I, I don't, I will actually be surprised if in my ministry lifetime there, like we are still tax exempt. Not that I care about that necessarily, mm-hmm. but, but it will be a surprise if we are. Yeah. Um, it will also, um, I'm, I'm not excited about for selfish reasons, but, but I, I honestly wouldn't be incredibly surprised if in my lifetime, this isn't a profession I can have mm-hmm. right? like and make a living from, um, and am not in danger of being jailed because I won't marry a homosexual couple or that kind of thing. Um, oh, don't worry. In 10 years, these podcasts will come back for us. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, right. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't really get it. Um, if you, uh, but I think that, uh, so the, I, I can't, I don't know that I can predict, um, how soon that's going to happen or whatever, but the, this, I, this whole idea that, um, and there's a massive group of folks, um, uh, mostly famous and influential kind of people that you think of who are in this camp, like, um, I forget who it was, maybe Gwen Stefani or someone like that. Um, but anyway, someone who said, uh, who had a big thing about uh, how I'm a Christian and gay and lesbian stuff is okay, essentially. Like, was the, um, and like, I think that that is becoming more and more and more and more prominent. And I, I don't know. I don't know what needs to happen to get the point across that like progressive Christianity is not Christianity. Mm -hmm. Well, 
I think just to interject here, just looking at history, because that's the best idea of kind of what will probably repeat. Um, I think it's going to take a group of godly men to get together that are, they're prominent enough that they have some weight behind them um, that just simply put their foot down. And I don't think it's going to be from like a John MacArthur generation. I think their time is kind of, it's almost to an end, Uh, but it's going to be the guys right after them that come up and say, you know, okay, we've got, we've there's got to be a foot placed down here in the sand somewhere or a line drawn i mean that's a bad analogy but a line drawn to where we go you know this is it um before there's a distinct because no one's going to just willingly break off but it's going to have to have some men that stand up that are godly biblical men that say this enough is enough um and i'm not sure where that's going to come from to be honest with you there's nobody there's no group of people that i can see right now that aren't aren't big that aren't in some ways placating to the culture. So, um, but that's the only thing, just looking at history that I can say, I mean, if you look back in history, it's always been some group of men come together that say, no, this is, you know, I mean, you can look at Luther and he was by himself, but he had backing behind him after that. Um, So there's some sort of wave that has to come and do something, but I just, I see that coming I just don't know where that's going to come from. Is <laughs> the problem? Yeah, me neither. And uh, but I'm, I'm hopeful that I'm mean, like I said, the sooner the better in my book because we need to really define the two and the differences. And um, Christians uh, need to understand what Christianity is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Well, and like you said, it is incredibly confusing to people. Um, I have a lot of conversations, individual conversations in the in the direct messages of people that are saying, Hey, I've been to church my whole life. You said this, what I've never heard this in church. You claim this to be Christianity. You know, tell me how it is. And yeah. it's not again. I mean, we've, we said this probably before we started recording, but it's not like radical stuff. It's pastors have qualifications here. They are in the Bible kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's not stuff that you have to like dig deep. It's simply Paul said, has to be a qualified man of one wife that da, 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 da. And they're like, well, I've never heard that before. And I'm like, and you've been to church your whole life. So it's one of those things where it's, I think it is very confusing to people that have said, Hey, I'm a Christian. And they've been told they are. And then they get confronted with biblical truths and they go, hold on a second. Like, that's not what I've heard. So um, I think, yes, for clarification's sake, for the, for the name and renowned of Jesus, something needs to happen. I think that what you just said is really important to, to touch on in closing, I'm assuming, but yeah, (laughs) yeah, sorry, I keep going, but, um, that there, there are, I, I'm convinced a large amount of people who would claim that they're Christians, um, who wouldn't, wouldn't agree with all of the, uh, foundational truths of where they're coming from in the progressive movement but who do adopt some of their conclusions simply because this group doesn't know scripture and isn't a part of a biblical um deep uh church mm-hmm. family and um so you might think um yeah the bible is the word of god and yeah it's relevant and yeah but then you might 
come to the conclusion if you don't study it deeply that, oh, well, Jesus actually never said anything about homosexuality and now here we are, so it probably is fine. And so if that's you, something else that Paul said in Galatians um, is, I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel, which is really not another only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. As we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you have received, he is to be accursed. Just in case you're, you're foggy about what a curse means, that means cut off, <laughs> it means damned. <laughs> like that's not, those are not pretty words. Yeah. So I, like that's, that's the Bible, right? Like that, those are the claims that you will get from there. So um, you, you have to know scripture, right? And if you read all of scripture, understand the whole storyline of the Bible, and then come to some sort of conclusion that, ah, it's just stories, or it's not weighty, or it is a progressive interpretation, then you do you. But <laughs> if, if, if you read the scriptures completely um, and come away with Jesus was a good person who had lots of good teaching, or Jesus was the son of God who had... Um, and then you don't adhere to the things or you only take some of it, man, just, just stop, you know, be some other religion or don't claim to be a Christian because you're not like, that's not Christianity. Um, at the end of the sermon on the Mount, Jesus said that you're, you're blessed if you listen to what I'm saying and then act on it and then do it. Right? Like, so we're not to take some of the stuff that makes sense to us or the stuff that, we um, feel comfortable adhering to it's never been that way. And it, it's not, it's not Christianity. Good deal, man. We could, t I, I, I'm sure you feel the same way that we could talk about this forever, but we're going to have to cut it off here. Um, but I would encourage you guys, if you are listening to this, uh, I mean, just look into it. That's the simplest thing, right? Um, I think you would be amazed to see the, the vast difference between biblical Christianity and progressive Christianity. I mean, just like you said, like we pulled up that site, just pull up. I mean, just look for clarity and definitions and that alone will probably point you uh, into some pretty enlightening things. So, all right, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.